Going Linux, Episode 250, Introducing Open Source in Business. Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and its applications and using them to get things done. In today's episode, Introducing Open Source into a Business Environment. Back in our episode 233, Troy had provided us with his and his company's recommendations on which applications are best accepted by his small business customers when switching to Linux. In fact, we wrote an article about it on our website, and we'll have links to both the article and to the episode in our show notes. Today, we thought we'd discuss some things to consider when attempting to get Linux and open source software adopted in your company. Well, first, if you've ever mentioned open source software in your day-to-day -day job, your comments would likely have been met with a spectrum of reactions somewhere between two extremes. On the one hand, the technical insider in your company, someone who's already familiar with the world of free software and open source software, is likely to already know the benefits that that software could bring to their business. And they may, in fact, be very frustrated at not being able to convince management to use more of that open source software. On the other hand, the corporate insider type, someone who is entrenched in profit and loss, increasing revenues, and running the business in general, is likely to be blissfully ignorant that software licenses exist that can offer the freedom and flexibility of open source. Since the latter type is more likely to be the decision maker in an organization, these are the kinds of people that you need to be able to convince. If you don't, your efforts will be shot down before you get very far. So first of all, you need to be able to deliver the right message. A recent article in opensource.com introduces an idea of open source in business and gives a little bit of practical advice. The first piece of advice is to say open source software or open source tools, not just open source. And we'll have some further recommendations on this particular point a little bit later on in this episode. The second recommendation by opensource.com is to say maintain instead of develop or contribute. Those things can imply an obligation on the part of the business that might not be met with a positive reaction right up front. But most business users realize that they need to maintain the software that they're using. So maintain is a better word to use. Instead of development, you should use a different word. Your company business may not be software development. So talk instead about the agility that open source licensed software can give you to respond more quickly to requests for features from users of the software. 
and the word free can imply cheap. So instead, talk about the businesses that thrive on open source and that many businesses help to maintain open source software and that open source software has vendors too. Many businesses are concerned about purchasing software from vendors that they can go back to for support or to complain to if something goes wrong. So it's important to dispel the impression that open source software is developed by individuals volunteering their time and maybe working from their basement or from a bedroom in their mother's house or something like that. And here's our advice that we'd like to add to this list. First, you want to be sure to build awareness of open source software before you begin making the argument that you should use more of it. Build adoption slowly until it reaches a watershed and then you can begin to make a case for using more. Use examples of software that may already be in use at your company or that the business users might already be familiar with, like Firefox, Apache Server, Red Hat Linux, MySQL, Ruby, Python, Perl, PHP, Heroku, Handbrake, Bugzilla, Git, Smoothwall, Untangle, and Putty. You can also mention software that is built on an open source foundation such as Java, JavaScript, Android, Google Chrome, and Mac OS X. In addition, you can mention the hardware that runs on open source licensed software. Things like Chromebooks, in-flight and in-car entertainment systems, the menu boards at Tim Hortons restaurants, and almost every smartphone and tablet manufacturer out there builds its products on open source. No, try to make sure that the person you're trying to convince actually likes what you're using as an example before you mention it. Otherwise, you've already undermined your own argument before you start. Focus on what open source can do for the business. Remember, low cost on its own is not a benefit. Focus on the software license as open source, not the software itself. Use the term open source licensed software instead of simply open source software. That allows you to attribute the benefits to the license, not to the software. This helps to disassociate the good thing, the benefits that the license provides the business, from possible past experiences with specific examples of bad or badly implemented open source software. The next step is convincing the right people. Mozilla's Nick de Solinier experimented with the topic of what open source means to me, and that yielded a number of interesting results that revealed that the technical insider type and their view of open source is positive overall. But what about the business side? Well, Catherine Noyes in PC World reported that Executives are increasingly willing to work with open source communities to spur innovation. Citing Black Duck's Future of Open Source annual surveys, 
Noise indicated that the top three reasons behind choosing open source in business in 2012 and 2013 were better quality software, freedom from vendor lock-in, and the flexibility of and access to large software libraries. The 2014 Future of Open Source survey says that quality is once again the top driving force behind businesses choosing open source. So that continues to be a trend. So in summary, here are six key advantages of using open source licensed software that you can focus on when you make your case to business for using more of that open source software. It's easier to maintain. You can more quickly and easily respond to feature requests from your users. You already use open source licensed software successfully in the business. And businesses consider open source better quality software in general, as we found out in the Future of Open Source survey. By using open source software you have access to and the flexibility of using large software libraries. And finally, you're not locked in to a specific vendor or set of vendors when you use open source licensed software in your business. And that's it for our brief episode this time. Our next episode will be listener feedback. Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to the articles and to the survey that we mentioned in this episode, and links to download and subscribe as well. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast, Google Plus community. Until next time, thanks for listening. Theme music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.